welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want, a podcast where this is what we talk about, living the life we want. <laughs> and uh, we're basically looking at, you know, well, why aren't we? What's in the way? I love looking at what's in the way. And uh, today I have a friend of mine called Kate Roberts. Hi, Kate. Hi, Daphne. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, Kate, just for the pleasure of our listeners, tell us a little bit what you do. Well, I am something called a transformational coach. Oh, heard of that. You have. <laughs> um, and essentially, I sit down and have conversations with people. Yeah. Get really present with them, create some space for them. Um, sometimes I remind them of all the things that they know they just forgot. Um, sometimes it looks just like listening, just getting really present with them. And sometimes we talk about how humans experience life and something about these conversations creates a better experience for them in their own lives. Yeah. Always creates that for me. And it's so like we being at peace. Is such a rich place to be. Yeah, I love the way you said that. Yeah, we, we, I think it's like I remember younger, it was like, oh, I want a job. Oh, I want to get married. Oh, I want the house with the picket fence and, you know, all the stuff that I thought I wanted. And um, there's nothing wrong with wanting that, but feeling at peace was way more important to me than I ever even knew. And once, once I reached that place which is I still sometimes am not in that place but when I'm there like I just know like decisions are mm -hmm. decisions are no-brainers it's just like yeah I'm gonna do that or yeah. I'm not gonna do that and there's no questioning in my mind, you know? Yeah. And um, one of the things that uh, I'm, I'm doing, um, I'm doing many classes with, with Michael Neal right now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing Creating the Impossible and I'm doing Fearless Living. Mm -hmm which is really interesting because we're looking at fear 
you know. And as I came into the class and he started like, you know, Michael just creates a class and I don't even read the descriptions. I'm just like, okay, Michael just made a class and I just sign up. <laughs> this is like, okay, sign up. I'm like, maybe sometimes I should read the description. But I'm happy I didn't. Um, because when I, when I came in, he started talking. I was like, oh, I'm not fearless. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not fearful, I should say. I'm pretty fearless. And started looking at that and um, looking in that direction, you know, looking at fear. So I remember a time where there was a lot of fear. I actually would qualify it as anxiety. Mm -hmm. Anxiety and fear for me was were pretty similar, you know, because as soon as I was anxious, I was afraid. <laughs> so it was like, it was almost an instantaneous hit, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but then I kind of saw something that made me get curious. And um, I wondered, am I really not afraid? Or am I afraid and I'm just not qualifying it as afraid? I'm not, I'm not putting that label on it. Right. Or am I just in the world of my own making and I'm comfortable inside that space, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm not bringing myself to the edge of my thought created world. <laughs> and so I'm not confronted with fear. Mm. You know? So it's, um, it was, it's an, it's an interesting exploration of, it's, it's not even the exploration about fear for me. It's, It's the misunderstanding, you know, how I would label something a certain way. And mm -hmm. then as soon as I would label it a certain way, it would become a thing. Right. So I've, I've been looking at misunderstanding things, misunderstanding how living the life I want was not necessarily what I thought I wanted. Mm. You know, there was a misunderstanding there where I said it a little earlier, you know, I, I misunderstood that I thought that you know, living the life I want would be having the job, having the boyfriend, having the house. Mm. So have you 
I'm talking about me now, but have you ever seen that, like how our experience of life sometimes is literally just a misunderstanding mm. of something? Yeah, Jasmine, I think um, what I've begun to see just in the past couple years is that it's almost all a misunderstanding for me. You know, like, like you said, like the labels, like who I thought that I was, like what made me me. And I'm still, I see new stuff all the time that looked really real like just very solid very solid for me and um and having seen the this understanding that you and i seem to be a part of and like this learning this seeing new things is those things start to fall away when you see them. Like effortlessly fall away. And <laughs> My cat agrees. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, and sometimes I look back and I'm like, how did I think that that was me? You know, that seemed really real, but when you start to see things new and are willing to step into that new place, like, like you did at the beginning of the fearless living, you know, like willing to look at it new and fresh, you realize that you saw things the only way you could see them at the time. You know, so when I think of misunderstandings, that's just where I was coming from. That's all I could see. And as I start to see new, it looks completely new and different. And um, I didn't realize that I had made it all up. But I still make it up, you know, sometimes. And, um, and so when I think of misunderstanding, I think a little bit about the things that I've seen in the last couple of years and how I lived my life before them. That I wasn't doing anything wrong. I just I just misunderstood how how it worked. And something about being willing to just not know. That's created a space of peace and and new insights. 
Yeah, I, I was, um, for me, inner peace, like I said, was the, the thing that would come in and out, you know, mm -hmm. like before this understanding, you know, it would come in and out, like there would be moments where I would be at peace and I'd be like, and, and the things that would reactivate me, you know, the, the things that would show up in my life and would, they would literally just reactivate me and I'd get all mean, <laughs> all mean and, and vindictive and, you know, like that's what I thought I needed to do. But when I was, sometimes when I was in this space yeah. of, nobody can like nothing can touch me here nothing can it's not even touch me it was just a space of everything's okay there's there's nothing wrong there's just what is and i would have sparks like i would have events that would show up they weren't short you know they would just show up in my life and i'd be like wow why didn't i get upset here because mm. <laughs> i would be just so used to being upset about xyz and i'd be like fuck interesting and then it would reoccur because i wasn't settled i wasn't back then i didn't know it was about settling it was about you know like but it, i had an evolution you know like there were times where i was like okay when I'm in this state, like I knew that when I was in a certain state, it was like, okay, I better take myself away from the situation until I can, I didn't even know then, but I can, until I can be nicer is kind of like what I would tell myself, you know, but it was like, it was just like, okay, well, once I see clearly, <laughs> now I know it's once I, I see clearly the path that I, Jasmine, want to move towards, then I would come back to, the, to it or I would just let it go, which, you know, letting go of something was something like that was foreign. You know, there was this whole movement of letting go. <laughs> just let it go. I remember reading about letting it go. And I was just like, yeah, but no, that's not as easy as it seems, but yeah you can just let it go and um i i love i love the space even the space right now the space is very calm very peaceful so you can hear things you know, inside this space. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a safe space. Where you can hear the judgment show up, you know, mm -hmm. oh, Jasmine, you should find something more interesting to say right now. And you're like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know,
beautiful place to sit in like to just yeah. sit there and I call it bathing you know like <laughs> bathing <laughs> you know and it's that um it's that space where I think we Yeah, hear our own wisdom show up. And, um, and it's not that those, you know, those things that show up for us, like what you just said, like, um, oh, we, I should do this. And I, you're right, the shoulds show up on everything. And it's not that those things go away. It's just that there's space between you and them now. And then. I yeah. just don't have that same. It's not here. It's there. It says I should be doing something over there. <laughs> yeah. And that's a space that, you know, so many people in the world don't know is possible. I don't know what's available. And so, you know, for coaches like like you and, and I, holding that space sometimes, not needing to know. You know, it's so priceless. Because people are already have their own answers. They just can't hear them. It's really busy and really noisy. And they don't have that space between. And so just sitting down with people and connecting and having this space for them. They see their own answers. I don't have their answers for them. They do, though. They have all of them. And um, and it's such a gift, really, to be able to sit with people in that space. And it's just like the space you and I have right now. It's a gift, and um, and I love what it does offer people. Being it's funny because as a coach, when people think of coaches, they don't think of space, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, no, hard, it's hard sometimes, you know, to, to try to explain that. They really just kind of have to be in the experience with you. But um, but it is a nice space. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many people have told me, wow, I can't believe you just said that to me. Somebody else would have said that to me, and I would have wanted to kick their butts, <laughs> you know? But you say it and I go, huh, oh yeah, I do do that. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. We see things like in yeah. this space, we see things without the judgment of it, mm -hmm. right? 
it's just like, oh, look, look there. Because it, it's such a clean space. Yeah. And, and even, even the untrained coach, <laughs> even the untrained person, they get to see it. They get to, they don't, they might not know it's, they're seeing it, but they're feeling something. And, and they're sensing it. That's why, you know, like you said, when people talk to coaches, they don't talk about space. We talk about space because we're in this conversation and that's how we've identified this feeling between people, right? But, you know, they might just say, oh, no, I don't want to talk to her. She makes me feel like X, Y, Z, or I, you know, there's, they they feel that space they just don't identify it like that and and you know um now we're talking about you know what's in the space between two people but there's space between um what do i want to call it concepts uh, no, there's space between the stuff that you do that you want to do. There's there's a space. Let's say you want to, for example, move, exercise. Yeah. Right. Let's say so. There's 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 stuff in that space between you and that concept of mm-hmm. movement or of uh, exercising or um, like, so obviously, I think you know where I'm going with this, but um, I speak with Rob, who's a personal trainer and a fantastic coach. And um, we had this conversation about, we, we actually have these segments um, inside the episodes about moving. It's movement, right? Because I've, I've had, there's a lot of there's a lot of crap between me and movement, me and exercise. And sure. it was just kind of stuff that I didn't want to look at. But I, I was just like, you know, all my life, I kind of like suffered because there was so much stuff in the space when it came to movement. And now I'm talking about it. Now I'm having conversations just so that I could see it differently. Yeah and relate to it differently and i i've seen many many things um and this is one of the things that i saw so i'm gonna um, we're gonna listen to it together and then we can talk about it and you can tell me what you think well here we are back again with a segment move the way you want but just move people <laughs> hey Rob. all right what's going on how y'all doing i'm good Rob. i've been thinking you know after we talked last time i was like you know this this thing that ever since you and i started talking like i woke up one morning and i was just like in my bed and just relaxing and i was like wait, I'm feeling like my body's feeling good. Like not long ago, I used to have, you know, uh, 
my feet would hurt, my knees would hurt, my back would hurt and all of this, you know. And then the thought came to me, it's like, wait, like, why is it that all of a sudden my body's feeling better and I'm moving more? And it's like the less, and now I'm really realizing that the less I move, mm-hmm. the more I'm in pain. Yeah. The more I move, the less I'm in pain. So some people might be listening to this going, well, duh, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the people that think like Jasmine are going, huh? so <laughs> can you explain a little bit? Like, what, what, what's that about? Well, it's, yes, I, I can explain it. Um, let's say, let's say you had something going into a space, but never got the opportunity to come out. Right. If something went in, but never got a chance to come out after so long, that space will fill up. Um, things will begin to die because it's no flush. It's no flow. It's no circulation. It just gets stale. It just gets stagnant and it hardens and tenses. Well, that's the body. If you don't move, like uh, if you don't move all of the stress, frustrations, anger, emotions, and all of that energy and stuff, stays within the body and it hardens and it comes out as masses. It comes out as tumors. It shows up as, as different type of preventable diseases, right? So that's firstly why it's because that movement allows a flow of energy to go in and out of the body. So it's almost like crying a releasing effect for the body to release certain hormones, things and, and get rid of. It's almost like waste of the system. The reason you piss and shit, you know, it has to come out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for muscles though, muscles are like rubber bands. So if you were to take a rubber band and put it in cold water and pick it up, once you pull that rubber band, it won't be a lot of elasticity and the rubber band will almost snap if not fray and tear apart. But if you put it in warm water, you can stretch that same rubber band over, like it has more ability to handle energy. When your muscles are tight from lack of movement, they get weak. Right? Energy doesn't move through them. And when it has to, it creates a pain. Right? And so that's why it's almost like a, a machine that's not oral. The mechanics of it don't work. Your joints don't work without proper lubrication. So that means circulation has to happen. You need to hydrate the body. Right? It's it's um it's how the system, in my opinion, was designed um, because movement originally was how the only way you ate it's the only way you survived because we weren't at the top of the food chain like there was a point where we were the middle and before we learned how to domesticate fire and and communicate we couldn't take a lion we couldn't take a bear we couldn't take a tiger we we weren't king of the jungle it was through those processes that communication, you, you know, domestication of the dog, learning how to make weapons and, and, and to contain fire, to harness fire, we shot to the top. Mm. Well, now we don't have to move as much anymore at the top as we did when we was running for our damn lives, right? And, and also before, when we wanted to heat up, we had to look for our firewood, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, then yeah. make oh. the fire pit, then create the fire with whatever rocks i have no idea how they did that and then you got warm yeah 
So there was a lot of movement involved. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's why you keep calling, like, why, why do you call me like I'm, I'm an old car? Like you told me in one of our very beginning conversation, you called me, you, you know, Jasmine, you're like an old car. You know, you still look good, but you know, your brakes are a little dry. <laughs> like, what was that analogy? <laughs> okay, so uh, um, I I had this this idea once. I was going through this period where I was saying uh, that if all I had to do was keep the vehicle of of creativity or the vehicle of genius alive, then I needed to take care of it, right? So I don't know when genius is going to show up, but when it calls, I need my vehicle ready to go. I need my brakes good. I need my, my I needed to crank. I need, you know, the windows to be down. I, I want my vehicle to be ready to move and take and take genius across the country if I have to, right? Like I want to be able to go out, get in my car, crank it up and say, if I got to go all the way across the world right now, as long as I got the money to pay for gas, I can do it, right? Mm. So that's what I mean about the body. Like if, if, if you look at yourself as the vehicle that brings creativity, joy, hope, love, pleasure to people in the world, then the way you take care of that vehicle is to an extent you're going to be able to reach. So what I was saying was, yes, you are a better, very beautiful vehicle, right? But through the course, of the things we talked about in the earlier segment about how that gap was created, right? And then the way life got experienced, your brakes kind of got a little rust on them. Yeah. You know, you know, your seats kind of like a little dry rot, but nothing we can't fix. Yeah. Nothing like some some armor all, you know, a little WD-40, just putting a few things into place, that vehicle is back to new. Now we could drive wisdom and creativity wherever the hell we want to go yeah it really feels that way it feels like you know like i'm just looking at a year ago right now but if i go back two years like i like the other day I saw me on on a camera and i was like oh i'm still walking like a little old lady but <laughs> but <laughs> i'm feeling so much better in in my body you know like i used to i did a lot of pilates and when i did pilates the thing the thing that I, I loved was that my shoulders would move separately. Like, mm -hmm. like you have to understand that before it was like this, you know, I was a block, you know, there right. was like, it was like, I was either going like this, like this, but never like this, yes. you know? And that just like, that's just like really, really freaky. And it, it's so funny mm -hmm. because it changes everything that I look like that, that I look at. Like yesterday, I was listening to the the Masked Dancer. I don't know if you've seen this show. So funny because, because I know of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. It reminds of me of you. I can see you <laughs> doing a mask and doing a dance. But what I loved about it was like, wow, they can move their body. Like they uh, have control over the body. And I and and. I mean, I'm 51 for crying out loud. I know dancing, but I never looked at it that way. I never looked at how, okay, they they have control over the foot. They have control over the hip. They have, they move every single part. And I was, I just thought it was really, really fascinating. And I've it makes me see 
dancers and gymnasts are some of the strongest people in the world because they have complete control like i'm talking about mid doing something very ballistically a a gymnast runs full speed hits the ground and bounces up do a bunch of flips and then stops immediately like if you get me up running full speed and tell me stop immediately what you're gonna hear is the blowout of matthias you're gonna hear me <laughs> transition yeah you haven't been going full speed in the car through it in park well, that's what's gonna happen to me. The whole the whole engine coming from up underneath. All my fluids gonna be on the ground, and I'm gonna be there crying. Like I'm I'm not built like that. I, I just know it. But gymnasts are, you know, um, dancers. To be able to hold themselves on one hand in a position, and then make the hip move and the ankle move all rhythmic to how they understand the beat, so they're listening to. The move coincides with the beat. Yeah. Like it's 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 listening and movement, you know. So yeah. Well, well shoulder shimmy you hit right there too. I know, I know, I love it. Uh, I really do. I'm I'm like uh I I just look at things differently. Um and and I I'm just amazed. Like I'm just amazed at how you know, just a few months ago, the thought process in my brain, well, first of all, it's like a few months ago, it was kind of like just, I had the, the, I call them the epiphanies. Well, maybe I could look at that, you know, after being in this conversation of, of seeing what's possible and understanding that our life is, is created by, you know, a series of thoughts that we've had in the past, but they're past, like there's, there's now, so I can think fresh now if I want to. Like mm -hmm. seeing that made me want to go. Wait, let me, let me look, let me look in this direction for a little bit, you know. Absolutely. And and I I'm just amazed at how what was true and real, which was I'm like this forever, you know. And that's it, you know, and yeah. and. and I'm, I'm, I'm two years in, um, like it's, it's, you and I have started talking recently, but, uh, you know, I have been looking in that area and doing things, but back then it was kind of like, I need to, yes. you know, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah. I need to do this, but it's, it was still my, like the, the inner jasmine the 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 jasmine i was going yo girl like yeah. look and see like okay you need to do this you don't need to do this really you want to do it because what i'm realizing more and more and more and more i'm in this conversation with everybody is that i want to live mm -hmm. and you know my i'm gonna need my body <laughs> my body is going to need to be there so i'm looking at that area and i'm going to need my brain so i'm looking at how that's working and um yeah i think that it's it's a beautiful conversation to look yeah. at go what i love absolutely most about what you just said is you've basically have demonstrated or said exactly how i would like people to hear movement 
I don't want people to hear movement as if I move, I'll lose five, 10 pounds. I want people to hear if I get moving, my creativeness sparks and everything changes. Yeah. Like if, if, if moving wasn't about the fact that you may look a certain way or this, no, movement is about sparking all senses, getting more circulation of blood flow to the brain which allows us to see things, try things, want to do things, right? It betters our mood. We're in a better mood with less pain. Come on, that's, that's a setup for success. Mm. That's a setup for success. So guys, move the way you want, but just move, move man. Just move, there it is. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, um, I, I love these conversations. We're going to come back soon. And uh, thank you, Rob. All right. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Bye. My jazzy hands. <laughs> He's funny. He is, eh? <laughs> yeah, we're like two kids when we talk. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, I was looking at the difference, you know, you and I are having this nice, smooth conversation. <laughs> you look at the recording with me and Rob going, it's just very funny um but you know what i saw yeah. what i saw in that just like re-listening to it it's kind of like um you know how he was saying that we need to circulate the blood and and i was like it's kind of like also thought you know like um we kind of like hold on to some thinking we hold on to it and and we don't let it circulate. We kind of like recycle the same thing over and over and over again. And it gets us stuck inside a space. So that's something that I just like, it came to me as I was listening to myself. Uh, what did you hear in, in all of this? Um. The first thing that I heard was very similar to what you just said, and that, you know, the mind is very, similar to the body, and that things are meant after, it's a very natural part of being human is that the thoughts, like you said, they're all supposed to kind of just keep moving, you know, and um, you know, I think the times where we have these, like we talked about, misunderstanding is when we take thought and throw a bunch of meaning onto it and, and decide that it means something like it's important and we hold on to it and rehash it and keep it going and drag it along with us and 
and like resentment or keeping lists and stuff just isn't supposed to stick around and I think that when it does that's when we realize that we're getting a little bit further away from who we really are and um, there's something really beautiful about that space that we were talking about is that when we do have that space, I think we're much more willing to let it pass through instead of give it a bunch of meaning. Keep, keep it going and keep bringing it up. And even the ones that have been around for a really long time that are real sticky. And um, You know, the things that I've noticed about, I guess this was the other thing. The things that I've noticed about movement in my own life is that, um, you know, the less I have on it, all the shoulds and the, you know, like, uh, what I should be doing, or I should be going to this, and I should be doing this, and I should look like this, and I should act like this, and all the things that we have on it. Really keep us from being in that space. Like you were when you were willing to look at fear and let go of what you thought you knew about it, you know? And I think we're much more willing to create physical movement or mental movement or movement in our business or movement on anything on relationships when we just have less on it, less thought on it. And I've seen that I'm much more willing to physically move or move in my business or because I just think that that's who we are when we have less on it we just do because it feels like what we're doing in the moment mm. it doesn't need to be anything it doesn't need to mean anything it's just what we're doing and I'm much more willing now than I ever have been to show up in that space where I'm willing to look at it now or just be new in it. Mm. Whatever it is at the, at the time. Mm. Yeah, well, Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. So um, if people would like to like get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, um, people can go to my website, katerobertscoaching.com or email me at kate at katerobertscoaching.com. 
Um, I also have a podcast with another coach, Wynn Morgan, called Under the Noise, which um, you helped me start. Thank you, Jasmine, <laughs> and your skills. Um, so we're about right now only four episodes in, but we got lots coming out over the next few weeks. And, um, and it's a lot about what happens under all that noise, like in that space that you and I were talking about. So that's called Under the Noise, and you can find that on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms. Um, so yeah, that's probably the best way. I'm on Facebook, but any of those places, really. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Good luck in everything that you're doing. And um, we shall speak another time. <laughs> I would love that. Wait, wait, I forgot something. This is what I do at the end of the episode. This is new. So uh, I ask for nuggets, nuggets of wisdom from you. So would you have a nugget of wisdom for people listening? That's a good question. Um, What's showing up in that space? I guess I would say that when listening to this podcast, this conversation between me and Jasmine, if you felt at all any kind of slowing down, or any kind of shift for insight was maybe not as busy as when you first started to listen. But that's the space where all of your answers come from. Mm. And it may not make any sense right now in you know, those words because it's more of a feeling. And so if I had any kind of nugget of wisdom, I would say that you can trust that, that feeling, and see where it goes. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a fantastic rest of the day. And I'm going to close up by saying, hey, dream it, dare it, do it. Live the life you want. (laughs) Thanks, Jasmine. Thank you.